welcome back to another episode of I Am Shatoria. You know, this is a place where we are talking about love, hope, forgiveness, and a whole lot of faith. I am your host, Shatoria, and I am not alone as usual, but today's show is absolutely dope. I am still in the month of March. We'll still talk about Women's Month, but today I am celebrating as we call them Boss Beauties. Now, we already know a lot of us ain't doing stuff for the community, but I have two individuals that's out here doing stuff for the community and for their home. They are out here doing great things. Now, there are two queens in two different locations doing totally two different things, but it is bringing in love, peace, bringing people together, and actually having a good time. I want to introduce you to my both of my guests. The first one, she is actually from my hometown, Greensboro, Georgia, my girl, Brittany, and my homegirl, Nina, who's actually here in the DMV with us. And, you know, she is by way of, you know, military. So we, you know, we that's how we know each other. But how about you guys? I don't care who go first, uh, but how about you ladies, you know, introduce yourselves and actually your business. Well, hi, I'm Brittany Neal. I am located in Greensboro, Georgia. I have two businesses of, right now, actually. So Brittany's Secret Palace, that's a spa that I have, and a hair salon, Brit's Boutique. And my girl, Nina, out of the DMV area, out here doing some marvelous things. What's going on? Hello, hello. As she stated, my name is Nina Carr. I am the owner of a couple businesses. Uh, my newest baby is Evisha Luxury Hookah. We are a luxury mobile hookah provider in the DMV area. We also have an online uh, luxury hookah store. Um, we are also the first Black-owned hookah brand. Let me throw that out there. And then also I am the owner of Queens Cleaning. We are a residential cleaning company and professional organizing company. Um, we basically incorporate um, all the beautiful things about spirituality, affirmations, meditation, and a clean mindset in your cleaning needs. And I'm also a bartender for Queens Cocktails. Um, we are a mobile bartending service. We also have our own line of spike punches for your event in <laughs> alcoholic needs. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, one thing that is coming up, I'm going to go into brand strategy and helping small businesses um, create their brand identity and increase brand awareness, especially for um, Black-owned business, my heart and soul. <laughs> Brittany, when I said she's a jack of all trades, literally, she is about the, one thing I learned about Nina, Nina was that individual that, Nina was like, I'm in the military, but I still need to make money. So I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And you was like, wait, wait, time. What is your, <laughs> well, I can do all of it. So yeah, you can do all of it. <laughs> wow. She's not going to quit being an event planner. She was like, I'm not doing this anymore. And then I saw on her Facebook, she actually did an event. And she was like, okay, no more. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm lying. I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? Ugh, I can't get away from it. But, but see, and that's what I'm talking about. You ladies are literally boss beauties. First of all, people can't see you, but I can. But y'all, y'all rocking y'all black today, and um, you out here doing your thing, which I am absolutely amazed with and excited about. So one of the things I want to get into is you guys are definitely sitting in a position to where odds are kind of against you. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have the luxury. I mean, we're just going to be honest about it. We don't have the luxury to do certain things. Um, being, first of all, Black and being women. 
we don't have the opportunities that a lot of people have. And we go out there and we search, we find, and we have a business. Uh, we're not allowing any things to, you know, hold us back. So with you guys being in business, I want, uh, Brittany, tell me about your brand because you have two and I, I've seen your work and, um, you know, hair, the boutique, and then, you know, you also just started the Brittany Secret Place. And baby, let me tell you, the place I need to be at. Yeah, um, that's that's my new venture, Brittany Secret Palace. And um, it's it goes hand in hand with the beauty industry, which I love. We do body contouring, um, detoxes, uh, V-steams say you like treatments, butt lift, just all kind of stuff that we need. Like everybody don't have time to go in and have surgery, but this these services are just in and out, you know, no downtime, non-invasive. And I'm just, I started it, started going to um, one lady that was providing the service and I just fell in love with it. And I'm like, this small town has got to experience this. And it was a no-brainer to me. I, I'm i just so excited. Um, and I, I have a hair salon. I've been doing hair for almost 10 years now. Um, that's, that's my baby. I don't really work at the spa as much, maybe once or twice out of the week. But I have to take care of my ladies in the hair salon. That, that's, that's where I love to be. That just brings me joy. Now you have a team in your spa. I remember seeing your post. You have yes. a team that that's handling your spa. That's boss moves yes. right there. I can't wait to be like that. You got a whole. You got you got two beautiful ladies that's out here like Britt. We got you. But you could be yes doing um, and they they taking care of business over here. Yes, we had to go through some intense training to um get prepared to open. And a lot of people didn't know that's what we was doing in the midst of the pandemic. You know just staying down, grinding, studying, just getting ourselves familiar and educated on the different services that we provide. And I tell you, I'm so excited for my ladies. I, I think I might act like a mama to them, um, but I told them like, I got y'all and they trust me and I trust them. And like, it's hard to find that. And so I'm I'm excited for him. And I just got on to him the other day. I told him we're starting a saving challenge. Uh, I need y'all to be prepared. And this ain't just me getting making money. I want y'all to grow. Because ultimately, my goal is for them to open up their own secret palace. See, that's dope. And before I get to Nina, that's real dope. Because you don't have a lot of people that's willing to bring people in, teach them, and be okay and prepared to let them go and yeah. do their own thing. And that's something that we miss out on um, in the community. But not only that, you trust them enough to know that they're not going to come in and sabotage you. They're going to come in. They want to work. They want to learn. So that's big. And that shows the type of leader that you are. We don't have too many leaders like that. Um, and we're just going to be honest about it. It is not too many leaders. And it's not too many women that are like that. So I give yeah. you your props because that also will entail when they go out, the type of leaders that they're doing. So I yeah. definitely want to thank you for showing that because again, nobody knows what a lot of people was doing during the COVID, you know, pandemic being shut down, the, the boss moves that they was making. So to know that you out here, you learning, you're training, and then you're teaching others. And then yeah. that's also going to open up other doors for other, you know, young people to come in and be like, hey, Britt, 
can I get a job? So, I mean, we might yeah. prepare for you to get ready to expand. You just never know, you know, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I already see it. Hey, man, <laughs> yes, we received that. You know, let us know how we can be a part of this extension. Absolutely. Yeah. We're for it. Yeah. Now, Nina, as y'all heard, Nina has a lot of businesses. Um, <laughs> one of the biggest ones, but I know she's cleaning, she's drink, she got the drinks going. I, I, I have experienced the drinking portion as her drinks are the bomb. I will say that. Um, but one of the biggest things that you guys are doing right now, you got the hookah and that's going big. That is, I mean, y'all are shipping out to like Texas and y'all, y'all want to move and it's you. And let me be clear. It is a whole black organization with this hookah. This is not a regular hookah that you see. The long love, you know, the color of stick. No, she got like fruit on the inside. Y'all smoky coming out. Don't worry. I'm going to tag it so y'all can go through it. But it's the bomb. And I'm over here like, I don't even smoke. I just want to see it. Like, yeah, I feel like you're not even a smoker. And, you know, we talked about it. I was like, hey, can yeah. I you were like, well, take you don't smoke. You're right. I just want to see it. Just... Yeah. it's not an ordinary hookah and y'all even have y'all brand names on it. like it's it's dope like y'all, y'all doing some dope stuff so tell us about this hookah well uh like you kind of said most <laughs> but yes the hookah uh like you said we are a luxury mobile hookah to provider we basically looked at the hookah experience and we kind of pinpointed all the things that are usually wrong with it um you don't really smoke hookah so you can't really you don't really know but for those who do smoke hookah they know that usually what happens is they kind of just throw the hookah on the table and then they kind of just go and they're like all right enjoy yourselves they may come back they may not who knows um and on top of that one thing that we did notice is there is no african-american presence in the hookah industry um um that's very obvious in the fact that it's 2021 and we're the first black-owned hookah brand because everyone they'll dabble in it but not many will put a stake in it that makes sense so we kind of wanted to change that and on top of that um there aren't a lot of women in the industry at all and if there are they're usually the people modeling a hookah or something like that like in we wanted to change that and we wanted to kind of educate the black community or African-American community, should I say, um, on hookah, what it's about, give them a different experience that they can be proud of as well as make a stake in the industry. Cause uh, we looked in a video once for the hookah expo, there was no black faces to be seen uh, no, or in very few women, you know, and, but we'll be there this year. So we'll actually be there representing for us, you know, uh, this year. So, I mean, it's just, a lot that we can you know do in the kooka community we're just trying to do that basically now first of all again y'all are dope and i'm, I'm loving every bit of life and a womanhood and um boss beauties that y'all giving me the queen nature y'all are out here just absolutely representing and then y'all stepping out the box and that goes into my question you know what made you just say you know what i want to be a, i want to own my own business like did you wake up feeling it? Did you just, you know, one day just got sick of your job, you know, doing, I already know Nina. Nina was like, Nina did that military time and I never forget. Nina was like, I'm done. <laughs> and I got her a regular job and I thought she was joking. Yeah. Nina wasn't joking. Yeah. Nina literally went and interviewed and Nina was like, mm, this is not for me. I can't, they got me on a schedule. I was like, well, Nina, it'll be good. And Nina was like, no, I don't like no. schedules. Don't nobody tell me what time I need to work. If I feel like getting up at 10 o'clock, I'm getting up at 10 o'clock. And I was like, right. I'm going to be like Nina one day, but I need my retirement check. <laughs> <laughs> Eat the coins. Yes, I understand. <laughs> so, 
And I'm with you. So what made you ladies be like, you know what? Mm, let me just go ahead and do my own thing. You mean, okay. So you mean like uh, on a business period or go full time? Just on a business period? So let's start out. Okay, let's do both then. Just do both in one. Full time and your own business. All right. So owning my business, um, I actually wasn't checking for owning a business at all. It wasn't even my, on my radar. I actually had a negative um, connotation with business owning um, based on some past experiences. But uh, I did an event. And when I did an event, um, I did the video for the event. And basically, when I put the video up, the video started rotating around, you know, the, the internet and everyone's like, oh, my God, when are you going to do an event? Another event, I said, okay, I guess April, I don't know. And then... <laughs> Uh, they kept, then the event just started selling out and I'm like, okay. So then my friend Ebony, she was like, look, you're making money off of this. You need to go ahead and make a business out of this. So you're at least getting compensated for your time. My response was literally, yeah, you're right. I might as well. So then I went on legal zoom during my lunch break and I was like, I need something to start a business. They're like, well, that's the LLC. I said, okay, that that's cool. And, <laughs> and uh, they started it and then I just eventually fell in love with it and then the more I started to learn myself I was in the military the more I realized that hey this is kind of my jam I'm kind of good at this you know and so then I fell in love with it and to the point where I couldn't see myself doing anything else so now I'm kind of like, like I said this morning in my video, I said there is no plan B. It's either plan A, this is going to work right now, or plan B, it's going to work later. This is all I, this is what, this is the one thing in my life that I'm 100% sure that that is for me. So that's why I decided to go full time. Like when I left the military, I left very recklessly. They can't see my little air quotes, but recklessly, as people have say, um, I was in for 13 years. I only had seven left to retire, but I was like, just finish. I'm like, I can't, I don't want to do this anymore. So I got out, no savings, no nothing. And I just said, you know what, we're going to see. Went to one job interview, made it halfway through, ran out crying and decided that day, I can't, I can't do the nine to five thing. So here I am two years later, uh, still, still pushing. <laughs> she did. I'd never forget because she posted it on Facebook. I had to call her like, you okay? <laughs> this is not it. She was, and you did. Yes, I will say when she said recklessly left the military, she was like, well. Yeah. Everybody's about <laughs> to have a heart attack. Are you going to leave me? <laughs> yes, yes. I <laughs> you went without for a minute, like, and we'll get into your, your situation. But yeah, you went without for a minute. You literally like, we're talking about zero dollars. She was like, look, it, it is what it is. I got zero money, but I'm going to be a business person. And, you know, we talked about faith and standing in faith and pushing forward. And you just look at you now two years with a whole hookah, a luxury hookah. Excuse me. I want to make sure I put luxury in front of the hurt word hookah. But yes, yes, yes. now, Brittany, <laughs> I, you know, men, so me and Brittany is coming, like I said, from a small town. And one thing that I was talking to a friend of mine about, one of the things that we talked about was how I know for me, it wasn't when we was growing up, it wasn't a you can be this and you can be that. You know, we didn't have that growing up. It wasn't no, you know, I mean, they may ask you what you want to be when you grow up. Well, I don't think we really ever deep dive into our future. Our future was, let me graduate from Green Tyler Ferro High School and let me get out. Let me get out of the city. And then a lot of us, you know, we went to a lot, no plans. Just like, you know, me said, no money. We, we left no plans. And I know I left Green County on graduation night. Almost 11, excuse me, almost 20 years ago. I'm about to say 11 years ago. No, almost 20 years ago, I left Green County um, with no plan, <laughs> none at all. 
Um, so what made you be like, you know what? Because correct me if I'm wrong, your class of 2002. Three. Oh, so you graduated my sister. All right. So yes. Yeah. Right, cool beans. Yay. So that really got me a little envy going up over here. Look, let me let me find out. Because what made you just roll up and like, you know what? Let me go ahead and do this thing. Well, I was... Actually, it was my son. I love your um, son, by the way. Let's, let's just put that out there. Your son is an entrepreneur himself. So we'll get into that, but go ahead. He's a teenager now. So. Yeah, welcome to my world. If you need anything, you let me know because my whole son is grown. He is 20, he's 21 this year and out the door. We can talk. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, with my son, I, I was like, I want to be there for everything, pretty much. Um he, I was a waitress when I had him and I'm like, Brittany, you have procrastinated way too long. You have got to have a plan. What do you love? What do you want to do? And granted, nothing is wrong, wrong with being a waitress. I did it for many years and I made a living doing it. Um, but when it was time for him to go to school, I wanted him to be proud and say like, my mom is in her career or, you know, she's a business owner or something. I just did not want him to just say, man, my mom is a waitress, you know? So I wanted him to be proud of me. And his dad was already a business owner and I wanted it. I've always wanted to be a business owner. I knew I would. And after I had him, I was just driven. Uh, I was going from one, I finally realized that being a hair salon owner was a dream that I wanted to accomplish. And when I had them, I just pushed myself and that was it. And I was going from one salon to another. And in the midst of that transition, I was like, no, this is it. I can own my own. And that's the rest is history. I just, I just took a leap of faith and I'm like, I'm betting on myself. Mm. Yeah. I, I like that. That goes for both of y'all. Like y'all bets were deep. Yeah. But you know what? A lot of people see this result and they, this, this was not easy. But you, no, and it's not, I think my grandma used to call it microwave blessings. She was like, People need to stop trying to get those microwave blessings. They don't taste right. They don't last long. They ain't authentic. It's not like that home-cooked meal that you get. And we have to work. Uh, like you said, people see where you guys are at. You know, I know people look at anybody, man, you're doing A, B, C, and D. They don't see the struggle that actually came with that. You know, I've been able to watch Nina struggle for sure. And then again, with Britt, you know, I know where we come from, you know. And yes. you watch people struggle and literally be like, so what you trying to do with your life? And it was like, wait a minute, hold on. I'm not trying to be stuck. And like you said, there's nothing wrong with what you said. I did it. However, though, I felt like that was more for me. Yes. It was so much more. Like I, It's like, wait, I got all these gifts and talents and I'm not using it at all. No. Whatsoever. Um, <laughs> I didn't get into business in 2003 and I had no clue what I was doing. All I knew was I like designing. I can... I'm, I'm big on time. So logistics was nothing for me. You know, Nina, no, we event planners, we play no games and you know, we, we making sure, but somebody had to tell me too, like, dude, you can make money doing this. I'm like, for real? Oh, oh. but again, I had to step out on faith because I started with zero. I mean, a military check, cool beans, but, um, 
I didn't have kids at the time or anything to say, this is what I'm going to do for. It was just one of those things that uh, I got tired of being the low ball, you know, not having any money and got all these gifts and talents that I'm not utilizing. So that's, you know, one of the biggest things, but something you both said, both of you, first of all, are mothers. Um, Y'all out here with kids that got just dope personalities. Let me just say that. Like Nina, your daughter, Serenity, she, she's on it. And Britt, let me tell you something. Little man, he is the owner of the dope shirt that I love to rock. I have three of them. Um, I'm waiting for summertime to come so I can get the ones that you showed me last year that I didn't get, but don't worry, I'm coming <laughs> back. Um, my question to you guys, how do you guys balance? I'll start with you, Brittany, but how do you guys balance motherhood and business? We'll get into relationships in a minute, but motherhood is a whole nother level of the game. So how do y'all balance that? That is tough. Um, actually, we I just ran into a situation and my one of my clients had to remind me, Brittany, you got to stop and spend time with them. Because you get so cons consumed with your business and ripping and running and trying to make it happen for your family. And you forget. I hadn't had dinner with them. Matter of fact, I hadn't even ate. You know, that's the stuff that people don't see. And me and him just took a ride, you know, and I just had to talk to him and explain to him. So he was like, mom, am I going to get something for my birthday? His birthday is March 25th. David, have I never not gotten you anything for your birthday? But he know that his mom been working so much. So mom, I don't really know if you're going to remember or if you got time to spend with me. So... That is tough, but I have a really great support system. My husband is phenomenal with them and um, my siblings. So it takes a village and I got a village and they help me out a lot. But I need that reminder sometimes because I love what I do. So I get so wrapped up into it. I forget about those important people. Absolutely. I love that. And, and Nina, Serenity, Serenity is actually kind of, part of your business plan because Serenity, first of all, Serenity out there working too, but Serenity put her mama in check on a good day. Like Serenity, Serenity gonna make sure you don't forget about her at all. Um, <laughs> but I will absolutely say Nina is just like you, Brittany. She works so much. Someday you got to remind her to sit down too. And it's crazy because Serenity will remind her, I'm, mom, mm, <laughs> let's <Yeah>. not. <laughs> so I, I definitely love it. So Nina, how are you balancing, you know, motherhood, especially with your bubbly personality, baby? Uh, if I had a definite answer, I would give it to you, but I'm honestly still figuring that out. That's honesty though. I'm just, That's I'm just like Brittany where I, you get so consumed in doing what you love. That's the kind of, that's the catch 22 of doing something that yeah. you love love it so much you don't see anything else sometimes. And it's not that you love your people any less. It's just that you know, you you literally get tunnel vision and it starts to take over. And even as much as I work right now, I'm striving to work harder. And it's like, how? How? <laughs> but I say, you know what? I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out, right? So with my daughter, I have to, you know, I love to do the Serenity Saturdays or Serenity Sundays. So I made Sunday a mandatory day off. I try to at least, but somehow I end up working a lot of the times. But I try to give her 
Hey, or at least, you know, I'm at bargain with her. I said, Hey, you know, mommy has to do this. If, and I, I kind of, I don't get her permission, but I say, Hey, you know, if you become okay with mommy going here, when I come back, we'll go there, or I'll get you some ice cream or we'll sit down and do this. And that kind of works with her because she's, you know, she feels like she's a part of the process. And on top of that, she gets little treats ice cream like I took it to a photo shoot Saturday and she's like Ugh. I said okay I'll get you some ice cream okay and she's cool with it so I I sit down I just have moments you know I have to maximize those moments and you know like just try to do as much to reward her for her patience because sometimes we forget that children are actually small humans they have feelings they have they see things they notice things and I just try to tell her, look, I hear you. I see you. This will all pay off. That's why she just got her epic birthday trip uh, to Tokyo. Because I'm like, you have put up with me for the last two years. The least I can do <laughs> is take you to Tokyo. Time out. So everybody can know. So when me do Serenity's birthday, it's an all-out show. Like, first of all, Facebook, you better be waiting. If you don't want to see it, you better block it for the day. Because Serenity will be on the page all day. I've seen her do limos. <laughs> so wait a minute. Baby girl going to Tokyo. She's going to Tokyo. She's going to Tokyo for her birthday. And we're going to Nigeria for Christmas and New Year's Eve. So that's my, that's how I balance. Bring the whole face is like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I balance it. I say, hey, you know, you've been patient with me. Because she's been through it, as you know, through the last two years of me doing this. So I said, you know, I'm in a better place now. So let's let's make this happen for you. So that's how I balance it. That's not that's bargaining thing. That's so bomb because um y'all know my kid. Y'all know she extra. She can be she mm -hmm. she's a mini me, look like a daddy, but you know she extra. Right. Um and so you know, like I said, balancing that because again, writing a book, starting a podcast, starting a whole new business, right? Period is it's a lot of work. And when you want it to be right, you're going to put that time in there. So with Janae, you know. Janae ain't hearing none of that. Janae will bust in. I could be on the phone with work, military work. She don't care. She's busted into my office. Excuse me, mom. I have a question. Can I get some chips? That is not a question you ask me in the middle of work. With just go sit down. But I have dedicated Wednesdays mostly to her um, because she doesn't do, she doesn't do live school because we're still virtual. We don't do live school on Wednesday. So Wednesday is her day. I take her out to eat. She's real big about can we got the house and just like you guys said. We sit down and we talk. And even for six years old, she have a whole conversation. She likes to tell me how she's feeling. And that's one of the things that I had to acknowledge that she has feelings. Because growing up, my feelings weren't acknowledged. It was basically, you shut up in color and you do what I tell you to do. You better not cry because you ain't got no reason to cry. Only thing you got to do is go to school and come in with good grades. And you be like, well, hold on. I'm getting talked about. I'm getting bullied. You be all right. Just, just, just roll it off. And I be like, hold up. And I decided to be different with her. So I listened to her. So now I know what she wants to be when she grows up. She wants to do makeup. She's very adamant about that. She has not changed her mind yet. In two years, she wants to do makeup. Um, and she has her own bakery now. Well, baking business. I work for her on that. Mm -hmm. um, Brittany, I know because you sure work for LaDave because LaDave be having you busting them shirts out for sure. Um, but I get y'all. I get. I don't need, I won't even call it pain. I definitely get the understanding for us to be moms because we wear a lot of hats we're moms we're business women and let's be honest we're black so it's like we're trying to find our space in everything that we wear a hat for and it's not always easy 
Um, but like you guys said, having that support system is number one. And I could definitely say both of you have strong support systems and I definitely get it. With that, with 2020, how has 2020 molded you, business mom, girlfriend, wives? How, how has 2020 just, what was 2020 for you? Whew. Oh, I see faces like, oh, just, it was rough, we know, but what was it for you, Brittany? Because I see your face. 2020 was rough. Um, you know, I'm not essential, so. I was shut down. Ah, um, that's right. Because you are not essential hairdresser and everything else. Yeah. yeah. And them folk was like, I can't, I need my hair done. <laughs> but um, it was tough, but it opened my mind. And I was determined to open up another stream of income. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of sacrificing. And that takes me back to my son, David, he was able to see that sacrifice. And that's why he asked, like, mom, am I going to get some something for my birthday? Because he know I just been like, son, we don't know what's about to happen. You right. got to hold on to what you got. You got to save, put money here, put money there. Don't just splurge and spend because I'm not essential. I didn't know I wasn't essential. Yeah. I felt like everybody need me. <laughs> but, you know, it opened my mind to just broader things and just wanted to experience more. And like I said, get another stream of income. No, I definitely agree with you because a lot of people don't realize 2020, um, as one of my mentors said, she called it the, the, it was actually January 2020 when she called it Pivot. It was our thing for our event planning conference it was at. And we didn't realize, you know, Pivot, I right, got to be able to pivot. And we didn't realize what was happening a year later, you know, in March. So I mean, this hit us like a ton, a ton of bricks. It was like, wait, whoa. And like you said, I felt bad because I ain't gonna lie, I was one of those people like, I need my hair done, my nose done. Hold on, wait, eyebrows gotta get touched up. Wait, hold on. This ain't working. I need all these done. And again, it also made people look at their spending, um, their thought process. And also it forced a lot of people to be like, you can be in business. You can do this started mm -hmm. and people literally came out of 2020 with whole businesses mm -hmm. um nina 2020 for you because you you know you were still grinding in 2020 you know yeah you were still able to you know do some things you know yeah uh 2020 though uh the word for 2020 was confirmation for me mm. it was a bad year uh it was the best worst year of my life that works out. So, well, the reason why I say that is because uh, initially when 2020 started, we had, remember, Evisha started in January. We had just started. And then we had five sold out events, right? So we're trucking, we're moving. Everybody's like excited about it. We're like, oh, we about to kill it, this, this, that. And then COVID was like, boom, done. No events for you. Cancel all of them. You're shut down. And that was a huge smack in the face. Like, and to, you know, to start something, be so excited about it and literally 30 days out uh, from your launch, 30, 45 days out, you're shut down. And it was just, it was very disheartening, but had it not happened, the hookah brand wouldn't have happened. And so it was a blessing because of that. And um, 
on top of that, it forced me to rethink how I did business on how hard I worked on my business. And it made me realize that I was treating my businesses like side hustles as if I was still getting a steady check. And so this forced me to step it up and actually operate as a strategic business and less like a side hustle. So had 2020 not happened, I would still be operating a side hustle level. But it made me, uh, Queens Cleaning was launched through kind of through COVID. Uh, the drinks took off through COVID because at first I was like, oh, I'm gonna stop. And then it just went crazy. And I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? But then I realized, I'm like, wow, you do have a great brand. Like don't shut this down. And then, you know, with the Visha and then all these different things um, was confirmed for me that this is the life for me. And I just have to get creative, but you know, I, I made it making it through whatever you want to say, I guess I'm still making it through. Um, but it's just, it was a year of confirmation for me uh, for who was important, what was important. And if I, I, I wish I could say it made me stop and think, but it, it was the opposite. It made me go. And <laughs> I was busy, busy, busy during COVID, like ridiculously busy. So it was a blessing. And it also confirmed that I'm not crazy because everyone was like, you got all these different businesses and you need to just pick one and all this other stuff. But had I not had those businesses, I would have been in a really, really bad place. So it was confirmation that it's okay that you're doing all these different things because when you're needed somewhere, right? <laughs> so it's like, even though everything else shut down, everyone wanted drinks. And then you want this, like I was needed everywhere. So it was confirmation that I'm not nuts. So that yeah, was so nice. definitely <laughs> I ordered a drink during COVID. She dropped it off on my porch, wrapped it up real nice and everything. So I was cool doing COVID. Um, so I appreciate that, you know, that drop off at the door situation, because that's perfect, you know, we put it on the doorstep, we rang the doorbell, we did it, you know, yeah. so, and Brittany, you are definitely correct, too, so one of the things, like, I, I think the, the, the thing is, yes, the society said not getting your hair done is not essential, and I think one of the things that people forgot that we have learned very quickly in the pandemic as we're dealing with the physical health part, people are forgetting about the mental health part. And so for some people, getting their hair done, getting their nails done, that's very important because at the end of the day, some people need that. And I'm definitely not here to judge someone and be like, you don't need your hair done because I don't do my own hair. This is a luxury that I take in. I take the fact of getting my hair done so I can relax. I don't like doing my hair by no means necessary. Um, not that I can't do it, I don't want to. So I see people like Brittany as essential for me because why do I've always learned me and Nina, we've talked about this. I stay in my lane. My lane is not hair. My lane is not nails and feet. My lane, no, I would gladly pay somebody to do it. And I will sit and relax <laughs> and gladly give you your money. Not my yeah. I know mine and that ain't it. So you definitely essential and you essential to somebody. So I am definitely mm -hmm. glad to see you guys' business flow up, but we all in our life have something, someone that kind of inspires us. So who, what woman have inspired you guys to be like, I got to do this grind. I got, I got to do this. Who, who was it for you guys? Well, mine is my aunt. Um, my aunt Tracy. Mm. And she ain't even blood. She was married into my family. But um, I lost my mom, my early 20s. As soon as I had, right after I had my son and my aunt, she's been in a family longer than I've been in my family, <laughs> but she stepped in and 
I mean, I didn't miss a beat. She and just growing up watching her just being a great wife, mother. Um, she was not a business owner, but she provided for her family. She worked hard, you know, and those things I, I literally about a month ago, I broke down in tears because I realized it is her that I carry with me daily. And I didn't, my mom was disabled, so I didn't watch her work. Now my siblings did, but I didn't. And so I didn't get that work ethic and that hunger from her. She was tough on me and taught me discipline, that kind of stuff. But to watch my aunt, like she didn't care. She was going to work and provide and go get the butt. Whenever I needed to talk to her, she was there. And so she taught me that those motherly skills. Um, and I'm like, to a point, I told my husband, I think I carry her that is it's almost like it's a burden because I go so hard for her. And it's like it, it weigh me down sometimes. Cause I'm like, Brittany, take a moment, breathe. Um, you're doing too much. Cause sometimes I'm walking around and I'm like, you need to get some rest. But I know I go so hard because I want to make her proud. Um, so I would just say my aunt Tracy is okay. she has truly inspired me. I'm sorry, go ahead. After that, Brittany, give yourself grace because she's proud of you. Yeah. Give yourself grace. She's proud of you. And she sees your grind. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she knows your heart. So, and I know she also wants you to take that time too. You are here with the Britney's secret place, making sure your spa is good for everybody else. But it's also time for Britney to have her spa moment to herself, you know, spend time yes. with herself, love on yourself. And, you know, mm -hmm. with my brand, we always talking about self-care. And that's one of the things as moms, we remember we have to do self-care. You're giving other women self-care. It's time for Britney to give herself some self-care. Be like, yes. you know what? I'm, I'm good. But give yourself grace. She's definitely proud of you. Um, you've worked hard. And if, if I can tell you, I'm, I'm definitely proud of you because I've, I've watched you, you know, we watched each other grow since we were yeah. in elementary school. So to see where you at now is definitely a, definitely a blessing because you're out there representing, um, you're representing your mom well, you're representing your aunt well, but you're also representing your household very well. And I know your husband and your son is so proud of you. So give yourself grace. And let your body and yourself rest so you won't be so tired out from still working with other customers and those type of things. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome, love. Now, my boo, who, who I'm scared to ask you who, who inspired you because you got some mentors and some stuff. So I know that. So who inspires you? You know, I, I honestly don't have just one person. Um, I pull from and anything and everyone. So I want to just say, honestly, just Black women as a whole inspire me. I am in awe of Black women every single day. And this isn't even any, uh, you know, inspirational talk or anything. This is like a real life thing. I legit look at Black women in awe on a daily basis, like from the women that I know all the way up to the people on TV. I just pull from black women. I, 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 that's why my love and almost everything that I do, my events, my hookah, everything is all to empower and employ black women because I just love them all. Like even the ones that aren't out there doing these 
I guess you can say uh, big, huge things, but just the people who make it every single day. I have people who are just floating through life. Like one of my best friends, she wants to get out of the military to be a bum. She says she wants to just travel the world, no home, no nothing. And just look around. I, I admire that. I also admire the people that uh, go and they go, you know, accomplish everything there is to accomplish in this world. I just, I just pull from everyone, honestly. Um, but I guess you can say the biggest inspiration to me for the the military and go for it was, uh, my daughter's aunt. Uh, she is now actually, she just got promoted, gay her to, uh, I think she's like the director, like her title so long. She's like the director of worldwide production or something like that for Amazon. So she, uh, got out of the military um, just like I did uh, after what well, for her it was after four years she had just made rank and she just decided at that point to just get out and she went for it and she is now just achieving some huge things so she was my inspiration for leaving the military but every day honestly I pull from everyone I guess you could I, I don't really have one person I'm just observing I'm just looking at everybody like even Brady I'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> I pull from everybody I pull from you I pull from everybody and I'm telling you, and I got to get you, and Nina's going to think I'm crazy when I say this, but because I, like I said, I got to get home, but I got to bring Nina because I think Nina's going to turn Greensboro out a little bit because Nina is definitely like that wildflower. Greensboro going to be like, wait, 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 hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> she, <laughs> what she got going? Like, I promise you, if we was all get together, they have this place, the old courthouse that we rent out for events and like we rent it out, like do a whole women, women event, you know. Brittany got the boutique. We can have a fashion show, how the hoop was going. We got some DJs, you know, we can. Right, right. How yeah. great party going? Wait a minute, hold, wait, hold on. Like, and we ain't even in there. So, you know, hey, we just gonna come in and just leave back out like it's nothing. But, <laughs> you know, and then I, again, I still gotta come back because I, I know for me, I'm coming to Greene County and, you know, for whatever reason, I need to go ahead and um, look at my dates because I'm gonna go ahead and have Brittany do my hair. And I'm gonna also go ahead and Cause my hair is natural and I've seen what you do with natural hair is it's the bomb when people hair can stay together in Georgia's heat. <laughs> Let me say I'm going to go see Brittany because I remember you did one of our good friends hair for their wedding and it, she complete natural, but that sucker stayed the whole day in Georgia. He was like, Oh, I need to go see Brittany. Cause I ain't about this life. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I promise you I, I between living in Georgia, Texas and Oklahoma and our DMV, Weathers are very different. In Georgia, it makes my nerves scream. It, it's like, I don't, I no. Mm -mm. I come down there with braids, twists, whatever else I can find because I don't want to do my hair. But with you guys, you know, with y'all aspiring women, what has been, do you think there has been a significant bearing that has made it to where you couldn't pursue your dreams? Outside of the military, Nina. Has there been any, <laughs> she's like, wait, well, that was, but no, has there been a, um, any type of barrier that you felt personally, you know, that has basically, you know, stopped you from pursuing your dreams? Do you think you'd be farther along if you, if you didn't have these issues type of thing? Um, I, I would say confidence, confidence. Um, I, I do, I know for myself, um, it took a lot of prayer um, because I knew I liked the beauty industry, but I wasn't confident enough to walk in it. Mm. Like you got to feel pretty mm. to, you know, I can't be out here telling people how pretty they are. And I don't feel pretty. Like I, I'm getting people all glammed up and I don't feel, 
you know. So I wasn't confident, and it held me back. That's deep. I tell you, my husband, he came in, and he helped me tremendously with that. But I would definitely, definitely say, and a lot of women deal with that. Yeah. That confidence holding them back. They just won't take that leap of faith, faith and just step out there because just a lack of confidence. That's like real deep. Like you just touched my soul. I kid you not. I'm holding back tears, but I'm going to, I'll get to mine in a minute. Uh, Nina, <laughs> Brittany over here spitting gems <laughs> and stuff. Got people over here in tears right now. But Nina, we're going to go on to you. Yeah, I'm kind of with Brittany. Uh, for me, it wasn't necessarily just, I don't even want to say it was necessarily confidence, but I just want to say me as a whole. Just I have a lot of bad habits that I had to kill off before I could even think of reaching the level that I wanted to reach. Um, even prior to me getting out of the military, it took over three years for me to transform my mind to be comfortable with walking away um, because I was in a deep level of complacency. And I knew deep down that wasn't for me, but I honestly didn't believe in myself to know that I was worth more than what I was getting. Because at that point, it felt like a favor. I'm like, oh man, you know, how great that they were giving me, you know, all these things. I got benefits, I got money, I got all these things. You know, I'm such a lucky girl. But then I had to think about my mind itself. And I said, you know, you're settling for a thousandaire uh, lifestyle with a millionaire mind that makes no sense. So I had to learn that I was worth more to be able to pursue more. And um, even still to this day, I always say that every single day I wake up feeling like an absolute failure and I spend the next 23 hours proving to myself that I'm not. And that's kind of how my day goes every day. So I still have a way to go. So I want to say that I'm the bear because I do realize that, you know, you are the common denominator in your success or failure, you know, and I learned that that is so true. And that even if you do have what looks like barriers are usually just obstacles. And as long as you change, you know, what you got going on in your mind, you can usually overcome them. But I still have old traits that I'm still working to end um, so I can go to the next level. And that's actually why I got out the military because I said, you know, while you're this complacent, you're never gonna feel the need um, to um, go out there and reach the level you wanna reach. You know, the saying that they, you know, the, the saying they say that, you know, you don't, the desire to change doesn't, can't, the, you don't get the desire to change until you get tired of remaining the same. And I had to get tired. And I knew the only way I would get tired is by just catapulting myself out there and being forced to face my fears head on. And that's what I had to do. And it's working, but it's working too well because now I'm at the point where I'm like, oh my God, I'm all at ideas of the easy route. I have to face, you know, the biggest nemesis of them all, myself. Um, you know, so I can do this personal brand because the personal brand, you know, requires you to go all out there and it's hard, you know, so now I'm at the level where I'm fighting my biggest nemesis yet. And that's old me. So old me is my barrier. <laughs> I, um, man, y'all like mess me up today. Uh, because for me, starting diversity events didn't bother me. It was starting the mm -hmm. I Am Shatoya brand that bothered my soul. Um, that you And Nina, no, it was one of the hardest things for me to start because the brand is me. And for me, I didn't think I was worthy. I was like, who really want to hear 
a story of an individual who has trauma, have issues. Like uh, to me, it was almost like that broken record. Like you've heard it all the time. And God had to tell me, your story is unique. Your story is you. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I kid you not, it took my mentor to come back and tell me, remind you the book, I've been writing the book for five years. Um, I've been writing that book since 2015. Nina knows because we did it at the Girls Empowerment. I read a piece of it then. And my my mentor was like, you need to finish that book. And this is before COVID happened. Kid you not, COVID kicked in and God was like, finish the book. And I was like, God, dog it. And I finished the book and I kid you not, I cried like a baby when I hit the submit button to my editor. And I was like, I really wrote a book. And I wrote a book about everything that I Am Shatora stands for, which I didn't think I was worthy. I didn't think like you guys, I didn't think I had the confidence. Um, I was really like starting a podcast. Who's about to listen to me? Ain't nobody about to listen to me. And my husband was like, you gonna do this podcast? You gonna get the right equipment? Like he was like on my case. And I was like, wait. And he was like, babe, you can do this. And it took, you know, that, that little push, but I did, I woke up one day and was like, hold on. How I'm, I'm gonna tell everybody else that they're beautiful they're this, they're that, and I'm not taking it in myself. I'm going to have my daughter say it all the time, and I don't believe it. Let me retract my affirmation. So now I do I affirmation, and I don't care what nobody say. I'm cute. I'm this. And even my post is a little different because I ain't got no problem posting my old photos when I <laughs> school days when I looked a whole hot mess. And I'm like, I was cute then. I just didn't know my worth at that time. So now I'm, I'm definitely with you guys to where it's like, okay. And, I, and, I, and you know, I feel like it took 2020 to happen in order for me to get here at this moment. I don't, and I'm like, you guys, if 2020 had never happened, I don't think that book would have been done. I don't think there would have been a podcast. I don't think there would have been an I Am Tutorial. So 2020 was that, yeah, you, you got some stuff you need to do. And it tested my faith tremendously. Now with that, what advice would you guys give other women that is struggling with the same thing that we we currently talking about. What advice would you give them for they can go out and be like, I I can go do this. It's just like Brittany. Ooh, I like how Nina's doing her stuff. What would you tell them? Oh, both of y'all looking like, ooh. No, I, I can go. Okay. Brittany, you gotta go. Okay. Okay. I'll go. Okay. <laughs> so the uh thing that I would tell them is uh you have to realize that failure is virtually non-existent. It's basically the, I look at failure now as the opportunity to try again with experience. I don't look at it as failure. And then I tell myself that when I'm doing something, the worst thing that could happen is that you'll just end up right where you are right now. That's literally it. Even if you're out of money, you can go get money. Money is everywhere. So what are you really losing? So it's like, just do it, you know what I mean? And you have to think about the fact that if you don't try, then you've already, if, if there ever was a definition of failure, it would be not trying because at that point you are making the, making it, making it not happen is inevitable at that point. At least if you try, you're at least giving yourself a chance. So it's like, I kind of just simplify it and say that, you know, everything that you do, you're gonna be stressed some way. So it's almost like a transference, stress transfer type thing. You're going to go to work every day and you're going to be stressed out. So why not be stressed doing something that's worthwhile? Why not 
why not be stressed about something that's making you feel whole and making you feel good or something that could potentially, you know, catapult you, catapult you to the next level? Why just be stressed for mediocrity? Like, uh, you know, uh, my friend told me one thing, because I'm having the same issues as you do with this personal brand where it's like super hard. Everyone's like, you would be so good on a podcast. But I'm like, uh, me, I don't know what's listening to me. And I have to, my friend told me, this saying and it has stuck with me to this day she said you need to approach life with the same confidence as a mediocre white man a mediocre white man can go into something with no skills no experience and feels like he owns the place yet we come in with all the experience and all knowledge and we're terrified so they say you need to be have the same audacity with your excellence as they do with their mediocrity and that has stuck with me so I just, you know, and another person told me with the coaching thing, they're like, all you have to do is know more than your customer. That's it. You don't have to go be an expert. You don't have to, you know, always go into it being the queen of whatever it is. You can be perfectly okay with being you and learning along the way. So that's kind of what I would like to tell people because that's kind of what people told me is that, you know, go into it, see what happens. And remember that you are the common denominator for your success or failure and that everything starts and ends with you. And the only way to fail is to not try. So that's basically what I would say. Oh, yeah. yeah, I totally agree. Right. I'm over here like, oh, well, sh she summed that all yes. up. Yes. <laughs> failure does not exist. Right. Stay focused. It's tough. These shoes are tough, but you can do it. I did it. Nina, Shatori, we're doing it. Right. You can do it. Stay focused. Make sacrifices. They don't last forever. Right. Just grind it out. It's okay. Nobody else's opinion really matter, but yours. Just do it. Mm. Like it's, it's simple. But you said something right on point. Nobody else's opinions matter. And I think that's something that a lot of us get in our heads is what others think. Um, and then I'm going to go to this one question, but I want to also tap into that and say, we always say about support, support, support. And I always tell people, I can support you just by sharing your post. Like right now, I can't get to Brittany God, I wish I could, you know, I'm military. So I can't just jump on the plane right now. I got to get permission, all, all this other stuff, you know, COVID. But mm -hmm. my goal is, our uh, Brittany's out here doing her thing. Click, let me share. Same thing with Nina. I don't smoke hookah, but I will share the crap out of it. Absolutely, I'm going to share every time she's doing something, you know, cleaning, whole tired on, you know. You don't have to spend the money to support. Word of mouth is huge. Um, and one of the biggest things I always tell people, you gonna get support from people you didn't think you were gonna get support from. It, it's the ones that you like, I know for a fact they're gonna support me. And when they don't, you in your feelings, it's okay. It is other people out there that got your back and is gonna love on you and what you're doing. Because just like something that you said earlier, Brittany, you are essential to someone. Mm -hmm. Someone needs you for mm -hmm. something. Yeah. And th that's, that's the best part. And I think for me, you know, somebody was like, well, you're just doing affirmations. Like I actually had a lady, she, I always post in this one particular group about the podcast, you know, let the ladies know here's the podcast for the week. She actually forwarded it and was like, who's actually listened to this mess? And somebody said, well, have you listened to it? And she was like, no. And I'm going, hmm. 
So me, I actually love the comment because guess what? You're not going to deter me from what I'm doing because there is, according to my downloads, about 900 people that's listening to my podcast. So, and you don't, you ain't even listened to it. You haven't even taken the time to listen to it, but this is what you're doing. I'm okay with that. You, you know, it's okay. You have a blessed one, but I made sure she knew I saw it. Cause at the end of the day, you know, you took the time to share it. So you're sharing it, talking about crap has allowed other people to see what you're talking about to where other people was listening to it and was like, Oh, it was pretty good. And I was like, mm, she did me a favor. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Now her calling the crap, you know, at first when I got in my little, you know, little petting inside I came in and go, wait, what? And then I had to bring myself out, you know, I had to, <laughs> to roll that back in. I can't be that petty, you know, can't be. But yeah, so I definitely agree. We have to get out of our own way and, and not worry about the support and where it's going to come from. Because at the end of the day, I, like I said, I, and I'm, I, you know, now that you said that, Brittany, I'm going to definitely put that out there. Um, you are essential to someone, period. Mm-hmm. No matter how small, I mean, affirmations somebody need them somebody need it you know hair me need it i don't care what nobody say um that's definitely my my fault right there um nina's drinks mm, need it because need on the good day you know especially on mondays when i've been mondays is my day so it'd be one of them you know nina still do drop by so you know just saying. <laughs> so i do have a crazy a crazy question well first of all where do you guys see our business in the next five years where is your desire for your business in the next five years? I want a franchise. Okay. Yeah. I, w- I want my girls to have a Triana secret palace, a uh, Khadija secret palace. You know, that's that's, that's my goal. Nina got a whole bunch of businesses. Ain't no telling where they about to be. Well, you know, for all of them, of course, the goal is to expand to different areas, do, you know, um, uh kind of expand our services a little bit for the cleaning um business i just want to get to the point where we have established a very solid brand and i'm still trying to debate if i want to go into like you know commercial cleans and things like that because i have to be realistic with the amount of time that i have with these multiple businesses hire people nina you've got you t- no i have people it's not just me oh, okay then i'm gonna need yeah. you to do the commercial business yeah i know but it, it, but I even still like, it's like, need uh they don't have they don't need some people cleaning you know covid people need people to come in and clean i'm just saying I mean, yeah, we're, we're going to work our way up to that. So uh, that's probably going to be one of the goals. But the biggest thing is we want to just become a major player in the residential area where we, you know, we want to be, our love is residential homes just because of the purpose of cleaning. We don't clean for the money. We clean to help people with their mental health because we understand that a clean home signals the brain that all is well, right? Yeah. So we want everyone to have that signal going off in their brain in their home. And same thing with organizing. When I do the organizing, I help people learn better mindsets and how to understand how, you know, I'm a minimalist, so I kind of incorporate my minimalist thoughts to people in their homes and help them understand, you know, that the value in life is bigger than material things. And people actually learn things through that and they learn ways to keep their home clean and they learn to purge because a lot of times the stuff that we keep in this house, in our houses are attached to emotions that we don't want to let go to. So I love that. I love being able to provide that service. That's mainly why I say it because our love is with homes. But 
Um, we also understand the commercials where the money resides, so we are always <laughs> ready to go out there. To come in and clean. Yes, yes. And so for the hookah, we just want to basically expand, you know, and see where Avisha can go as far as, you know, the country, the world. We've already got, you know, a lot of people watching us. Like we were featured in a magazine in ATL not too long ago, which was nice. So we want to be able to kind of just extend our reach and be a pillar in the Black community of hookah. Uh, and also uh, for my drink business, I kind of just want to uh, keep it with events. I want to eventually go into bigger events with that and actually have maybe a kiosk of some kind somewhere, kind of like a Fat Tuesdays in Vegas. I kind of want to have something like that for my drinks here, um, you know, in the downtown area, somewhere that uh, they can at least purchase them, you know, openly. So I have that. I mean, there's other things. I want to get back to events because um, I miss my own events, you know, and I want to be able to go kind of in tourism with it because there's not a lot of uh, tourism here for the DC area outside of the museums and a lot of other stuff. And so I kind of want to extend out that way. But yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, you can have events. Even though I have a degree in it now. I have a wonderful bachelor's degree in it. And I'm still like, no, good to go. Good mm -hmm. to go. So my last question to you guys is this crazy question. What can we catch you guys doing on a Saturday morning at about 10 o'clock? You know, we already work Monday through Friday and y'all already working for yourselves. So what can someone catch you doing on a Saturday morning at 10? And y'all faces are like, ooh, that's a, this how you know that self-care ain't happening. because <laughs> My self-care happens on Sunday. So that's why I got <laughs> Brittany whole face was like, mm, mm. She's a hairdresser. I know she probably doing hair. Working. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm working now. Brittany, are you open on Sundays and Mondays? Um, well, my since I opened the spa, I actually try to close the salon on Mondays. But I am I try to give my girls a break, so I work at the spa on Mondays. Okay, because I say that because I'm used to salons when we was growing up being closed on Sunday and Monday. That's why I was like, let me ask her, she closed on Mondays. I remember no. closed on Mondays. And what's it's so crazy to me because that that that's my full-time job. I'm okay with working Monday through Friday. You know, some if I need to schedule an appointment outside of my salon, I will schedule it for Monday, but I don't, some, my people like to get their hair done on Monday. <laughs> they get their hair done for the week to go to work, not just yes. to go hang out at the hookah experience on the weekend. <laughs> I'm going to get my hair done on the week so I'm ready for the weekend. Yes. Be, you know what I will say? I, I don't do salons on Saturdays. And I can't. It's too many people. Everybody at Mama trying to go on Saturdays. And I ain't even going to front. I've utilized COVID. So allow me to go get my hair done when I need to. Cause I'm just on the computer. So, you know, and I'm by phone. So absolutely, I, I definitely take that time to and you know, Nina working. Mm-hmm. I'm either working, I'm either cleaning the home or I'm prepping for a party or I mean on some on some and I'm also in school too. So if I'm not doing any of that, I'm doing schoolwork. So I'm always doing something. Like I said, Sunday is my day. Uh that's my self-care day. So now if you ask me on a Sunday, that's a different story. But Saturday, I'm usually working on Saturdays. Well, that's definitely good information. So tell okay. 
let everybody know how they can contact you, uh, you know, to, to ask about any of you guys' business, um, you know, questions are, some people just need to look for mentors. You just never know. So how can they contact you, Nina? I have a number of ways, obviously, to be contacted. However, if you want to reach me directly, you can um, just email me at my email, uh, Nana, N-N-E-N-N-A dot C-A-R-R at gmail.com. That's basically um, the one just for me. Um, so if you do have a question about one of the businesses, I can make it easy for you. Just email me or you can go to my Instagram, J-U-S-T dot N-N-E-N-N-A, just Nana dot com, not dot com, just Nana on Instagram um, and you can DM me and all my businesses are kind of listed there. So even if you want to get the links to my businesses, you can access them through my uh, personal page. So, and it's public. So you can just go through and look and see what I've done or what I do. If you want to talk to me, just DM me. And I'll definitely tag that on to the account as well. And Miss Brittany, how can they contact you to get their hair done? If they want to visit your spa? <laughs> um... Well, my phone number, the uh, business number at the spa is 706-817-8258. They can email me, BritneySecretPalace.com. I mean, at Yahoo.com. I'm acting like, you know. Yeah, I don't, I mean, just DM me. All of my social media is Britney Secret Palace. I don't have anything for my hair salon on social media because my clientele is pretty steady. I don't really take new clients. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. it is. Good. I got you, though. I yeah. got you. <laughs> I truly believe when I be coming in, I only let certain people touch my head. And even though you've never touched my head, I have seen your work. And I'm real particular about my hair. You know, it's been in the bun in the military forever today. And with my job for the last eight years, I can wear it however I feel on a good day. So, yeah. you know, I, but I also love to support, you know, black owned and people that I know that's out here doing their thing. So that's why I'm like, and I, I got certain people in certain areas that I will call for. Like I said, if I was a smoker, I'd be like, I'm just going to have me to just bring me a hookah just to just set up so I can just see it. Cause, and, and you might have to like send Brittany on the messenger what your hookahs look like so she'll have an understanding what this is because I just like I just want to look at it just, smoke. Just, I can't wait to for you to drop that link so I can see and go and explore you, you're gonna be like you're gonna throw a party at your house just to have <laughs> just come I, you I mean you already did the grand opening of the spot which is cool you should have like like a private situation you know at the house where you just yes it's the, hookah. It's, the it's, it's the bomb and I, I will say she's out here doing her thing with those hookahs like I said she made hookah look like you know how we see luxury cars like that's what this hookah looked like it's like a luxury car and then yeah and, and, okay. and I'm very excited and proud for the work that was put in it though that's the thing it's not just a regular I see this hookah no it's really a thought process in the design and how it operates and everything. So, uh, like I said, then I give you hands down. And then to Britt, your new company, Secret Place, like I said, I've seen the equipment. I've, I'm watching everybody talking about they've been over there taking pictures. Yeah, like the detox. I, yeah, I'm going to need all of that when I get in there. <laughs> Go ahead and just get a full span while I'm there because I'm going to need it before I come back home. Plus, I mean, it's Georgia, so I eat fat when I'm home. So this way I can, like, get myself together, 
eat fat, and then be like, all right, Rick, I can I can be cleansed before I go back to DC because mm-hmm. you know, don't have my Georgia stuff. I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, no, I really do thank you, ladies. I really appreciate your time. Again, you guys are out here doing stuff for the community, and you are out here being mentors, and then to hear how you are molding other females and just your aspiration um, and your goals is very, it's comforting to hear. And um, I pray that as people are listening, that they get that same confidence that you ladies found in order to push yourself forward to handle what you got to do. So don't worry, you guys will be all over Facebook. Um, Again, I am very blessed to represent you guys, uh, have you guys rep for I Am Jatoria for Women's Month. I could not find any two great boss beauties that is out here really doing their own thing, you know, same age range as me. So that kind of makes me feel a little better. I'm not old. I'm not old. I, <laughs> myself that. Uh, I am not old, but it is, it's really good to see young black women out here like stamping and you guys are stamping where you're going. And so I truly believe that as you keep walking you, you, one heel in front of the next, and you guys are going to have a pathway coming towards you i pray blessings on your businesses um finances your homes and your lives i see vacations you know she already going to tokyo nigeria so you know Brittany, same to you i can be it's time for vacations yeah we got to get it together because i feel so i feel a little off i'm like wait she you know i'm about to get out uh please note that it's been like some years before now so let's start that well you know no that's dope you've been saving to make this happen that's that speak volumes though like you had a goal um and you you going for it so i mean hey i'm with you boo like i mean i got plans for baby girl it's gonna be a retirement gift because you know nina like she said she got it at 13 I, I give Matt credit for that. Thank you for your service, Nina. I really appreciate it. And I've had fun serving with you. Um, I decided to stay in because God didn't tell me to get out yet, which I'm totally okay with. That's all right because I retire here real soon. So it is okay. I get a retirement check. <laughs> but again, thank you guys. If you are in the Georgia area, and I know I have Georgia listeners. Make your way to Greensboro, Georgia. Go to Brittany's site. Yes, Green County is small. However, there is great things coming out of Green County. Please hook her up. And as for Nina, Nina ships. So you ain't got to ask. Nina ships her products. So you can hit her up and she'll ship. But thank you guys for joining us today on I Am Shatoria. You guys know you can check me out on my social media at I Am Shatoria and website, IamShatoria.com, where we have all types of information. Get excited and get ready as my book launch is April 17th. So I am really excited. The book Authentic Transparency will be out and it will be on my website for you to purchase. On top of where you can either get the book or you can actually just, um, or you can get the actual book package, which I have a bunch of goodies in there and some sponsors. So I'm really excited. And we will do a live podcast from it for those who cannot make it. And those who can be on the lookout for the event coming from the I Am Shatoria Facebook page to where you will have to RSVP and you have to do that through the website. So again, April 17th, be ready. Um, I actually got people coming in. <laughs> they actually coming into DC to go. So I'm excited. So, hey, we're here for it. So again, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. And these two ladies, make sure you check them out. I will post their information. And as I always say, we always walk in love, we live fearlessly, and we always, always, always have a whole lot of faith. Talk to you guys. Later.